Hi friends, thanks for being here today. I am in the middle of my series called You Ask and I Answer. And the question for today, I have summarized as what's the difference between self-pressure and living sacrificially. I'm Jen Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing. And I'm a chronic pain coach and I help people to understand the neuroscience of chronic pain from a Christian perspective and how to reverse those symptoms. And one of the ways that really fuels chronic fight or flight nervous system response is this idea of self-pressure. And as Christians, it's really um, an important step to work through what is the difference between self-pressure and what God calls us to do. So I'm going to read the question from Anna and then I'm going to unpack it um, into several different categories. Her question is, as Christians, we are encouraged to serve and give of ourselves sacrificially. How do we navigate this while balancing the harmful effects of saying yes to everything or of saying no and then feeling guilty? When I was growing up, my church looked up to missionaries who gave themselves sacrificially, some of them knowingly putting themselves in harm's way for the gospel. I was wondering if you have any thoughts on this. Uh, So I'm going to break this down into a few questions, which is, first of all, do I have any thoughts on this? And I have a lot of thoughts because this was a big part of my healing journey. Um, I'm going to unpack what is self-pressure, some examples for that. Um, how do I know whether I'm doing these things through self-pressure or through God inspiring me? What do I do about that? What is giving sacrificially? And what do I do if I feel guilty? So um, let's start by uh, talking about what is self-pressure and what do I mean by self-pressure? And I'm just going to read off a few examples. Um, but first of all, self-pressure for the way that I am defining it is pressure that is put on me by me. It is not something that God is calling me to do. It is from my own voice or from a voice that I have heard and learned from in my past. Or maybe it's just a message that um, that I had heard uh, by actions through my childhood. Um, so it is not what God has empowered me through a calm mind and through choosing to do. There is a very big difference here. And one leads to life, abundant life, and the other leads to chronic dysregulation, which I was definitely in. And I'm assuming that that is where you are also. So um, here's a few of the responsibilities or the should list that you might have that falls under this self-pressure. So maybe it's something along the lines of, I feel the responsibility to say yes all the time. I feel the responsibility to make sure that no one around me sins ever. Or it's my job to keep other people happy and comfortable. People should never feel uncomfortable around me. Um, I should never be in need of God's grace. I should never be judged. Um, I need to produce a, a perfect product the first time around. I need to always make the right decision. I need to have everything on my to-do list done in an efficient and productive way. I should always agree with what other people think and feel, but also I might feel responsibility to change their perspective on things and therefore it is my job or I should be in control of other people um, and I should never, for heaven's sakes, inconvenience anybody ever. Um, So those are just a 
few examples. As you can see, they fall into ideas of perfectionism and people-pleasing and urgency and earning your value and earning love and all these um, burdens that we are carrying. And part of the problem is that some of those things can have messages that um, sound like they are biblical. And that's where we have to be careful of the sheep or the wolf in sheep's clothing, um, because some of these things do ring as potentially good. And, and there's a reason for that. And we have to take the time um, to really work through this. And, and I guess that's one thing I want to say, too, about this is um, you can listen to podcasts all day long, but until you stop and, and really um, do the internal work of recognizing what your pressures are and slowing down enough to recognize them and take them to the Lord for clarity around this stuff. Um, if we're just listening to these ideas, we're not going to make the effective changes in our nervous system that make the difference in whether we live in abundant or a, um, a fearful life. So um, a couple things um, in summary of those um, bullet points I kind of just read were just a few examples, which were just a few examples is, first of all, I want to say very clearly that it is never your job to control other people. It is also never your responsibility to resolve other people's emotions. And it is never your job to earn your value or to earn God's love that is innately given to you by God. And so any of these self pressures that may have an underlying current of that, uh, those um, urges or feelings that we need to earn or, or control um, other people is, um, is not a message from the Lord. I, um, I remember in the middle of my healing journey really struggling to want to protect somebody that I love very dearly in my life from some emotions that were the consequences of their, um, their actions. And it was that person was in um, turmoil and, and pain, emotional pain because of their own actions. And I desperately felt guilty and responsible and wanted to save them from their own emotions and my counselor I remember sharing with her and her saying for you to swoop in and to save this person from their emotions is to save them from the work that God wants to do in their lives it is not your responsibility to save people from emotions um, emotions are meant to help us to grow and to change and to release and to move forward and that is true for us and that is true from for other people also and so if you look at a lot of these should lists um, it is my job to make sure nobody is ever uncomfortable or um, or, or um, that I'm intruding on what their preferences are. Those things are all saving other people from feeling their, um, their own emotional responses to life. And we need to allow people to be in those spaces. Okay, so um, the next question. So that's what is self-pressure? And how do I know whether I am doing these things through self-pressure or are they inspired by God? So if we look at the, the initial question, which is, should I be saying yes to everything? Um, we want to ask, um, am I doing this because God is calling me to do, to say yes to everything? Or is this some sort of self-pressure? And, and what does saying yes to everything provide for me? So here's a couple of questions that we can ask or, or things that you can do as the work 
to um, resolve some of these things. First of all, I want to tell you this. The body does not lie. So if you are in chronic pain while you are engaging in some of these self-pressuring patterns, then the proof is in the pudding. You are doing it inspired by and driven by fear. And um, we know this because of the neuroscience of pain, that that is how our body operates. When we are driven by fear or um, shame or some sort of distressing emotion, then our body gets dysregulated. Um, And that is not to put the blame on you. That is to say you have experienced something that has given you the message somehow in life that it is your responsibility to check all these boxes and that gives us a message of of self-pressure that we have to do in order to escape feeling some other emotion and um, so that is a subconscious fear that is driving you Um, some some checks on that when we know that we are being subconsciously subconsciously driven by fear is if you have a symptom uptick or you have a um, anxiety um also uptick and also a mood change all three of those things sam symptoms anxiety mood change sam if sam so shows up you know that somehow you are being driven by something other than the peace uh, that passes understanding of the lord and so the proof is is kind of right there um, that it is not driven by god because god does not god says to not live in fear the bible says it like 365 times or something um coincidental or not coincidental about that that there are many times in scriptures that he says to not live in fear and so we have to look at that with um with an honest eye so ask your body i talk about this a lot and i'm serious ask your body Am I saying yes to everything because of the Holy Spirit or am I doing this because I am avoiding something that I don't want to feel from somebody else or myself? Is it fear driven? Is it, is it avoidance driven? Ask your body and listen to the answer. Um, you can also ask a question, what will happen if I don't say yes to everything or I don't keep everybody around me happy or I don't get everything done on the to-do list or I don't produce a perfect product the first time what is it that we're avoiding Um, what is it that your subconscious brain is afraid will happen um, if you don't feel that self-pressure that can also be a really good indicator what it is that's fueling it Um, Another question that's helpful is, am I choosing this or am I feeling obligated to do this? The, the Lord does call us to live a sacrificial life, but that is from my stance of choosing and it is love driven and honor driven. It is not from feeling trapped and stuck. When we are trapped and stuck, we are going to feel not safe. But the Lord, he does give us free will and we get to choose whether we take this action or the next action and we want to get to a place where we are intentionally choosing if i choose to say yes to somebody versus have to say yes to somebody so that i don't feel guilt later that is going to produce a very different product within my body Um, part of this is understanding parts work there's a part of me that maybe wants to say yes because I love this person and I see that it would be a good thing and it would not be um, 
enabling for them, it would actually be a good choice. But there's another part of me that is really afraid of even saying no. And we want to become aware of some of those conflicts that we have within us and get those things on the same page where we are able to make choices instead of feel fear driven uh, to be forced to take um, this action so that I can avoid feeling shame or guilt. Um, so a lot of this is um, comes down to once again me saying journaling or talking to somebody, doing some parts work with a counselor, um, anything that can really help you to begin to identify and and get down to what are the drivers a lot of, of a lot of these things. We want to get down to a place where we are choosing um, choosing love. Really, choose, love has a peaceful. Um, homeostasis uh, effect in our nervous systems and our and our bodies and avoidance and fear have the complete opposite so what do I do you journal about it you talk to somebody you work through it um, you just become aware sometimes noticing and just being aware is the very first step if you're not ready yet to ever say no first just start noticing often you say yes and it's out of obligation and journal about why did you feel obligated and therefore say um, yes 12 times today even though you knew at a gut level um, that you needed to say no here's the thing we do need to say no this is a lie that we are supposed to say yes to everything um if we are yes people we are choosing a sinful life the lord very clearly says that we are to say no and um that we are even to protect um uh, our own relationship with him and our relationships with our families and in order to do that we do have to say no and we should I don't have any children but we should be teaching our children to be able to check in with themselves and know um, between self and the Lord what is right for my spirit in this space um, what is the capacity at which I have right now what is God calling me to do and if he calls me to something outside of my uh, feeling capacity then he will give me what it takes to live through this without having a chronic pain fear danger cycle within my body he does give us that to live a peace that passes understanding nervous system response in our bodies so the final question is so um, what do I do if I am feeling guilty afterwards and I believe that emotions get in patterns in our brain in the same way that these chronic symptoms become habitual they are learned we learn emotional responses we learn at some point in time that by saying no we should feel guilty and um, you have to ask whose voice is that I highly doubt that it is God's maybe it is I don't want to put God in a box for you, but ask where you first learned to hear that tone. Is it from God or is it from, I don't know, a foster parent or your grandmother who, um, or a teacher that, that taught you, whose voice is it that makes you feel that you need to say yes to everything in order to feel safe. And if you don't, then you feel guilty. So it's a pattern that you're in. It's a protective, the guilt um, protects you next time for it to, uh, to say yes, so that you don't have to feel this guilt. And that can be, um, it can be helpful to just answer this question. Whose voice is it not? And if it is not God's voice, then um, begin to slowly learn how to say um, no, 
or to turn down one of these self-pressures. I'm using the, the example of saying yes all the time because that was in the original question from Anna. But um, practice it. Um, the first time I um, took a step against some of these self-pressures, I left myself a note that I woke up to the next morning. So as, I, as soon as I swung my feet out of my bed, I saw this note that sat on the that was on the floor and said it said like you did the right thing. Um, praise the Lord for him leading you to this direction or so, something something like that that reminded me that guilt doesn't get to root itself in my heart today. It may be there because it's a habit of my brain, but I don't have to buy into it. I do not have to believe it. Sometimes we can't change our emotions overnight, but we can take the first step of saying saying no to it and um, and living our lives in the same way that we do graded exposure and we continue to do to take the actions that are sometimes painful and we take the pain with us and it's just kind of a shadow behind us following us around but we don't give it all the attention in the world sometimes we have to do that as we break emotion cycles also so that is my answer to you anna um fear is not a good driver the bible's clear about that so if self-pressure is fear of what will happen if you say no, so therefore you are saying yes to avoid feeling guilt, then sometimes we have to do a lot of writing about this to understand that history of what brought that guilt about and understand why we can be free and break the bondage from that thing. And once again, that's why I think the emotional work is um, is power in this space. The Lord gives us these emotions so that we can draw near to him for truth no emotion i think should be ignored it is it is an invitation um, for freedom from him to either cast off and get rid of some pattern or to learn from from and move through that emotion so that we can change and grow all right everybody thanks for listening i hope that you have a great week and i will see you again next saturday